And as I said, Rabbi Yudin, it's always wonderful to hear his words every single Friday. We've been doing that for over three and a half decades. But when he is uh, speaking to us from Israel, it makes this segment, which is live, uh, even more extra special. This time each and every Friday, every Erev Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum, good Shabbos, everybody, and uh, it's good afternoon in uh, Beit Shemesh, and uh, all I can say is it's exciting, most exciting, and wish you were all here, because you feel the air of Shabbos here, and uh, I just want to tell you one thing, just to make us all feel a lot more proud as to what's happening in and from Eretz Yisrael. Yesterday, in Yerushalayim, they had an uh, announcement to make. It seems that there are many people that compete for a top reward creation, a from woman. Her name is, what's her first name? I'll give you, Yehudis Abrams, created... She herself did her postdoctoral work in the States at NASA. She came on Aliyah. She created an ultrasound system where women can use at home to detect any abnormalities in breast tissue and Baruch Hashem save many, many lives in the future by the most early detection of possible breast cancer. Again, it's coming out of Eretz Yisrael. This week's parasha is that of Parshas Pinchas. According to the Chinuch, there are six mitzvos, all positive mitzvos, in Parshas Pinchas. Note that basically all of the mitzvos are those that can give us idud, which is literally encouragement and uplifting, especially in these three weeks that we find ourselves already between Shavasa Batamas this past Sunday and the forthcoming unfortunate. Um, well, it will be someday, the Navi promised us a Yom Tov of Tisha B'av in two weeks. And the first mitzvah is that of nachala, of inheritance, which we'll come back to in a few moments. Then you have the korbanos musaf, the additional sacrifices. Not only have the korban tomid and the additional sacrifices of Shabbos, of Rosh Chodesh, of Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkos, the blowing of the shofar on Rosh Hashanah. These are all positive mitzvos that we had, and especially those in the base of Migdash and Amir Tzashem. We're going to have them again in the base of Migdash. I'd like to focus for a few moments on Benos Slavchad. So first of all, you should know that, interestingly, the Medrash Yalkut Shimoni tells us that this is not exactly the place 
where it happened. In other words, we are now in this week's Parsha, in the 40th year, right before Klal Yisrael is, come on, about to enter Eretz Yisrael. From the flow of the text, you would look, because after all, the Benos Lavchad precedes, on the one hand, Moshe's asking for uh, a successor, and as Rashi says on the spot, well, Moshe saw the Benos Lavchad, they got what they wanted, I'll get hopefully what I want, and he wanted to give for his children that they should succeed, very possibly realizing that Yoshua might have been a greater Tamachacham, but maybe Malchus he wanted for his children. Okay, the al Shimoni says that just as our rabbis say, knows that Slavchot happened the first year in the Midbar, that's when they come to Moshe at a time when B'nai Yisrael are saying, Nitna Rosh, let's go back to Mitzrayim. They're saying, no, give us a chilek in Eretz Yisrael. So basically, what is their question? Their question to Moshe is, our father died without sons, five daughters. Do women inherit where there are no sons? Do the daughters inherit? So the answer to that question is definitively yes. The Torah tells if there are no sons, the daughters inherit. But now, when Hashem responds to Moshe and he says to them that uh, you are to give them an inheritance, so the Torah says, this is in Perek, Chav Zayin, Pasuk, here we go, Pasuk 7, 27, Pasuk 7. Cain benos Slavchad of Rose, the daughters of Slavchad are right. Nason titain lahem achuzas nachla, give them an inheritance, come on, amongst those of their father's brothers. The question is why the Torah uses a double lashon, nason titain. So our scroll translates, you shall surely give, and they are certainly correct. As in other places in the Torah, where the Torah says, for example, in Parshas Re'eh, when the Torah speaks about the mitzvah of tzedakah, the Torah says, nason titain. Translated, you shall surely give. Besoach tiftach, you shall surely open your hand to the poor. However, I want to suggest in accordance with the Orachayim HaKadosh that when Hashem says, Beson titain, it's not only you shall surely give, but there is a much deeper lesson that is to be taught, and that is as follows. Slavchad was a Bechor. Okay, again, their father was a firstborn. What does that have to do with anything? Ah, so watch this. The Torah teaches in Parshas Kiseitzei, the laws of primogeniture, which means that if a man dies and he has 
a Bechor, the Bechor, the firstborn, gets double as to what the others get, the other sons. Okay? Now, the question is that what happened? Their father died, Slavchad. He, being a Bechor, got double in what his father, Chefer, had. Now the question is, did Chefer have any share in the land of Israel? Hello, Chefer having a share in the land of Israel? Chefer was in Egypt, right? Whether he came out of Egypt or not is secondary. Chefer was never in the land of Israel. So what the question now is, very interestingly, is as follows. The land of Israel, was that Muchzak, or was it something that was first going to be forthcoming? Allow me to explain. When a man dies, whatever he has at the time of his passing, that is what is inherited by his children, and whatever he has at the time of passing, the firstborn gets double. Now, what if a man were to buy a lottery ticket a week before he dies, and the drawing takes place a week after he dies? The children get up from Shiva, and guess what? Their father's ticket was the winning ticket, and father's ticket wins a million dollars. Does the firstborn get double in that lottery? And the answer is no, because the, first, the father did not own, did not have the money at the time of his passing. Now the question is, what is the status of the land of Israel? Meaning, does the land of Israel first become owned by the Jews that enter the land of Israel? Yoshua is about to take the Jewish people across the Yardim when they enter the land of Israel, ah, now the land of Israel is theirs, and then it is divided appropriately among the tribes, or no, the land of Israel already belonged to the Avos. It was Muchzak. It was already in the possession of Avraham, who passed it to Yitzchak, who passed it to Yaakov, who passed it down to the Shvatim, who passed it down to those who are about to go into the land of Israel. But the land already belonged to Hefer. And so Tzlafchad, being a Bechor, had a double share of his father's land in the land of Israel. And so therefore, the Torah is teaching us that rather than looking upon the land of Israel as something that they will attain in the future, it is considered muhzak. 
It is considered already in their hands. In other words, as I said, and this is based upon take out a Chumash Bereshis, twice in Lech Lecha, in chapter 13, Hashem says to Avraham that he should look up and see the entire land. This is verse 15 in chapter 13. I'm giving it to you already. So before the Jewish people even stepped foot into the land, the land already belonged to them. And in chapter 15, right after the Brisbane Absarim, the Torah tells us, in chapter 15, Pesach 18, Bayomahu on that day, Koras Hashem is Avram Brisleymor, Hashem enacted a covenant with Avram, saying, Lezaracha to your children, Nosati Esaoretz Hazos. And let me tell you something. It's a question whether you can dance in the three weeks or not. This Pasuk is worth dancing for. This Rashi, chapter 15, Pasuk 18, bring the Rashi to your table tonight. What does Rashi say? The Zarachon to your children, come on, I and have, have I given, says Art Scroll. What does that mean, have I given? Says Rashi, Ami Rasul Shalakodesh Baruchu. When Hashem says, I'm giving it to you, Ki'iluhu Asuya, it's like it was done already. It's money in the bank. Ah, Eretz Yisrael Muzekes. There's no more beautiful music for us during the three weeks than to be reminded that the land of Israel belongs to us that it's ours, and Amir Tzashem, we're all going to come home. And most important, the land of Israel is complete with not only its people, which help and give it Kedusha, the more persons on the land, but what makes Israel special is its Ruchnius, its spirituality. And the idea is very clear. The rabbis tell us that Yerushalayim Shalmata, the Jerusalem, which is down here, is Mechuvan. It is literally corresponding to Yerushalayim Shalmala, to the Jerusalem, which is upstairs. And the Beis HaMikdosh Shalmala is functioning. And let me tell you, my friends, every day in the Shmona Esrei and four times on Shabbos, we say the introduction to the closing, the three closing brachos of Shemona Esrei, and the, that is the bracha of Ritzei. Ritzei Hashem Elokeinu Be'amcho Yisrael Sfilasam. Hashem be favorable towards your people Israel and their prayer. Now watch this. Restore the service literally to the Holy of Holies of your temple. Now what does that mean? And here in Shulchan Aruch, or Achayim 120, the Mishnah Brewer brings two interpretations whether it refers to the Isha Yisrael, the men and the women of Israel, the persons of Israel, their prayer, please accept, or no, it refers to the Isha Yisrael, to the sacrifices that are brought 
daily lemala in the base amigdash mala, and please God, there's going to be the sacrifices in the base amigdash mata. We are to derive such idud, uplifting excitement from parshas pinchas. Eretz Yisrael is muchzekes. It's ours. It's ours whether we are living here yet or whether we are only aspiring, which is where we should be, aspiring towards living here. And understand, and I'll close with this, that the Vilna Gaon every day took the Gemara in Brachos of Ches Amar Aleph so seriously that the Gemara says in Ches Amar Aleph in Brachos that the synagogues outside of Israel Imiyetz Hashem will be forthcoming to Eretz Yisrael at the time of the Moshiach, that the Vilna Gaon, who was not yet in Eretz Yisrael, what did he do? He walked at the end of davening every day, Dalet Amos, in his local synagogue in Vilna, for the purpose of fulfilling Dalet Amos in Eretz Yisrael. Now, especially we who live in a time that we can come and get inspired and be machazek, wow, Pashas Pinchas talks to each and every one of us and says how privileged we are that Eretz Yisrael, Muchzekes, he be Shabbat Shalom.